listening and watching the Ulta Perform Show, the show about performing your best at business and life. How's it going, Autumn? Can you hear me okay? I hear you, Adam. I'm doing great. How are you today? I am doing good, except for choking on my late lunch there. Well, don't croak on me. I'm remote. <laughs> I can't do the Heimlich on you. Yeah, I'm sure that's happened before. <laughs> that would be bad. Yeah, they're down on the ground. Autumn, I hear you are an undercover light worker. Yes, that is what people call me. So what does that mean, undercover? That means that I'm a light worker, but I hid that gift from other people for many, many years. Mm. And the reason that I did is for just what you just said. What does that mean? And they would look at me really strangely and they thought I was very, most people thought I was very strange when I said I was a light worker. And so for a lot of years, I just didn't tell people. They were my very, very closest friends mm-hmm. or family because I'd get harassed about it. I was called the weird woo-woo lady or I was called a witch or I was called a, a weirdo, mm. <laughs> depending on who it was. Yeah. And now you just you just let everybody know, apparently, because you're on our show. Now everybody will know. Right? Right? <laughs> well, what happened, Adam, is there was an incident that occurred for me uh, where I, I actually came into contact with Jesus himself. Mm. And an energy was put into my hands. This was an energy that was weaker at the time, something that I've had most of my life, but I didn't understand what it was and I didn't know how to use it. And then I had this experience where Christ came into the room with me and actually put a light in my hand. And it was a very emotional and in fact today I still get quite emotional to tell people about it. It was extremely powerful, spiritual, emotional and even at that time I did not understand exactly what it was he was giving me. I knew it was an energy but I didn't know what I was supposed to do with it. Mm. I knew that I was from that moment on to never keep it to myself again. Hmm. And it was about two weeks later that I went to uh, what's called a Holy Fire Reiki class. And although I was already Hmm. a Reiki master, I was not yet a Holy Fire Reiki master. So when I went to the Holy Fire Reiki class and I was given the symbol, the symbol was this fire that Christ himself had placed in my hands. And at that moment, everything came together, and I understood now what this power was, what this healing energy was that I had been given. And I knew that I could not keep it to myself any longer. I had to use it because how could I not? Oh, that's pretty big. It was much too powerful to not. 
so when tell you, people. So what does that? What do you do with that? I mean, you heal people. You're saying, how do you heal people? It's laying my hands on them, and I actually invite in um, Christ consciousness, an energy that comes through my body, through my hands, into the person that I'm working on. So I can actually summon it at will. Hmm. That's pretty amazing. Uh, do you? So what kind of people, what kind of clients do you work on? At first, when I had, when I first learned Reiki, my husband had actually gone through stage three colon cancer, and he had a 50% chance of survival. He chose to do conventional treatment. He did chemotherapy and he did um, radiation. It was very, very hard on his body, and it had advanced far enough that his odds were 50%. Mm. So after he did that, he actually was, his body was harmed, considerably harmed by the chemo and radiation. He had a lot of side effects, a lot of residual effects. He got some really bad infections afterwards. And that happens happens with people, right? Yeah, Mm -hmm. it was really bad. It was very, very bad. His kidneys were damaged as a result of the radiation. They over-radiated him. So he came away with a lot of pretty bad side effects. And I found that when I laid my hands on him and and directed the energy into his kidneys, into his colon, that he would start to feel better. Mm. And so the more that I did that, the better he felt. And it has been, he's been cancer-free now for 11 years. And he feels pretty good. Every once in a while, something will will act up. You know, his kidneys will act up, or uh, he will start to get an infection because he had to have pretty extensive surgery to remove all of that. Um, But when that happens, I just give him a Reiki treatment, and you can watch him with your eyes. People have watched it happen where he came into the room, and he was very pale in color, very lethargic and we put him on my Reiki table and do Reiki on him and he just his color comes back in and he feels great and goes on with his life 11 years now so I've had that experience I've had quite a few experiences with the Reiki where people were suicidal or um, depressed and they come and get treatments and feel much better and go on with their life and just find their purpose and their passion in life. How do people find you? Because uh, you're out there now about that. How do people find you to come work with you? Lots of ways. I have a salon. I do permanent cosmetics. That's my day job. <laughs> so I have a pretty pretty big clientele because I've done that 20 years. I'm out in the circuit with uh, three other girls. We have another business called Soul Spark. And we do workshops and seminars. We go out into the community, do a lot of speaking. We do full moon ceremony every month. We do healing sessions uh, every other month where we take people and all four of us work on the same person. 
doing energy work. So we all have a, a different uh, way of administering, I guess, if you could call it that. And um, we do healing sessions for people. So we find people through that. You know, once someone has been to me, they'll tell their friends and family. I do a lot of moms and later do their daughters Reiki sessions. Wow. So. Hey, I've never done this before. We have to take like a one-minute break, and I'll be right back. So one minute, and I'll be right back. We'll keep it okay. Thank you. that I'm with Greenover remotely. That will be a first for Reiki, but I'm sending out on Reiki right now. Holy fire, holy fire, holy fire, Adam. Holy fire, holy fire, holy fire, Adam. Sending you light. Crown chakra, bringing the light down to your third eye, into your throat chakra, and this light surrounds your throat chakra, helping you clear that piece of meat that you swallowed wrong. Holy fire, holy fire, holy fire. Sending you light surrounding, surrounding your throat. Moving down your windpipe, pushing that through your throat, clearing itself, clearing, 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 and anyone who is listening right now, send light to Adam. Clearing the throat. Hi. He's back. Are you okay? I'm okay now, yes. I'm sorry about that, but it it was not going to work out. That's okay. I was sending you Reiki remotely. Oh, thanks. (laughs) Um, I was, uh, I have had a dream about uh, Christ, too, actually. Yeah? Hmm? Yeah. A dream? It was like a dream, dream, like a very high-powered dream. It wasn't just like a, I dreamed about Jesus, but uh, it definitely was a message for me. But we're talking about you. I just wanted to share that with you. Well, we'll have to interview you on your show someday. Yeah, one tell day. Tell us about your one experience. Day. Yeah. Um, I'm happy to talk to you about it later. Uh well, so what do you uh, what do you look for? What kind of what people do you look for to help to help with? Like uh, just anything? I don't look. I don't look, Adam. I 
I do not feel that this is my place to say who needs Reiki or where it goes in their body. I can scan their body and feel uh, blockages in their energy field, sometimes in their aura, sometimes in one or more, <clears throat> excuse me, of their chakras. Um, but it is not my place to direct who it is or where it goes. Mm -hmm. People find me, they know it, they feel it, they sense it when they meet me or when they hear about me. They find me. And when they come, my job is simply to send the Reiki or the healing energy through them, and it will find where it needs to go. It has its own energy. It's directed from the universe. I am simply a vessel. Great. You Do you feel like, um, I mean, Reiki itself, people will be skeptic about it. Do you think that we all have the power to heal ourselves or each other? I do. I know that we do because we are all children from one source, from one creator. And we are all the same and we are all one. Mm. Once you find your path back to universal truth, then you also find your own healing powers. And yes, we definitely all have it. Mm. It may be something that calls to you or, or maybe not. Maybe, you know, maybe shamanism calls to you. Maybe, um, you know, there's so many different kinds of energy work. I'm a shaman. I'm a, I'm a bars facilitator, active oh, consciousness. I'm a Reiki master. Uh, some people say I'm a witch. That's, that's fine if they want to call me that. I'm yeah. not afraid of that word. It's just a word. I, I got, my, <laughs> but, friend, my friend calls me a witch because um, some of it's just deduction, but some of it's intuition. And uh, I'll tell him what he's doing. Hey, are you doing this, this, and this? And he's like, you're a witch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I get that too. <laughs> yeah. All the time. It's like, oh, you're doing this? You know, you can message me back still, dude. You know, it's <laughs> one of my best friends. So we have a loose way of talking to each other. When you say back, you said back to universal truth, right? What does that mean? That means we all come from the same place. We are all one. We are all one energy. It's like the sun, right? So if you have one sun and pieces of that sun break off and go flying through the universe, the sun is not complete. Mm. There are pieces broken off. So until those pieces come back together, the sun is not whole. And that's how our energies are. Each one of us make up the whole. And eventually, I believe that we will all find our way back to that. Rather, you know, you can label people good or bad or, or whatever you want to label them. But we're not whole until we all return home together. Until we are home. And make that fun. Why do we have this universal, I mean, why do we have this individual experience then? <coughs> well, I'm going to get way out there on you then. <laughs> it's the show. Karma. It's the Karma. show. Yeah. Karma. So we all, we all, I believe that we come back 
we keep coming back until we we fulfill our purpose and we keep coming back again and again and again until we learn all of the lessons that we need to learn and then we return to home sometimes i'm like i don't want to learn any more lessons let's just let's just move on yeah I know. Sometimes it's really hard to, you know, when when you talk about yin and yang, darkness and light, it's hard to believe that you could come here to actually do something sort of bad, right? Mm -hmm. Or that other people would label it as bad. But really, if you don't experience both, if you don't experience the darkness and the light, you don't have a complete experience of all of the various energies and experiences that are available to you to make you whole. So you can come and, and be, you know, one of those people who, who does may, maybe what someone else would label bad, but really you're giving the experience the opportunity for the other person to experience the opposite or the light and you don't appreciate the light until you have the darkness to compare it to. So if you came here and all of your experiences were good and everything was just la 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 Mm -hmm. all the time and you're just happy and going through all these great experiences, you have nothing to compare. How do you appreciate fully and experience fully those wonderful life experiences if you don't have the opposite or the comparison of the darkness to reflect back to you that universal truth. Does well, that make sense? Yeah, no, it makes sense. And I've, I've heard similar to that before, but what about just being in the pleasure and the joy of it and not ever having that you know, like you're saying, darkness experience. You can just be in that. Because when you enjoy something, you enjoy it. You don't really have to suffer before you enjoy it. If you only knew joy and you never experienced sorrow, mm-hmm. would you really experience joy? I think so, but I was asking you. Yeah. I, I know this. And I can use my husband's cancer again as an example. My husband and I have been together 40 years. Married 35 years. 40? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. He's a really great guy, a really great husband. But I didn't fully appreciate him until I almost lost him. Mm. When I almost lost him, the reality of losing him or being so close to losing this man who is my soulmate, who I love so very much. I no longer took him for granted when I almost lost him. And I I, um, believe that karma or all of our repeated experiences are very much that same thing. And if you simplify that, I think everyone can understand, you know, um, having, you know, maybe seeing their child get sick or have a car accident and they almost lose their child or they come very close to 
actually being able to understand and visualize what that would feel like to experience loss on such a deep level. Mm-hmm. You never look at your child that way ever again mm-hmm. because you never take them for granted ever again. Karma is the same thing. Darkness and light is the same thing. When you experience sorrow, you never again take joy for granted. You embrace that joy and you fill yourself with passion. So how, you know, the concept of this show is performing your best. Um, How does your work help people perform at their best? A lot of it is your perception. I think a lot of people get stuck in their everyday habits and perceptions about what their life is like. So um, I'll use a a client, for example. Um, This client had experienced drug addiction. She had experienced alcoholism. She had experienced deep, deep depression. So when she started coming, this was her mindset. This was where she lived. This was all she knew. So she very frequently had a comeback to me, you know, that was something negative. Or, you know, if only I could just not drink anymore. If only I could just not uh, feel like I need to take a pain pill. Mm -hmm. And my response to that is, well, what if you don't have to? What if? That's my biggest question, to open up that person's mind. What if you really can create something different? Mm -hmm. And I believe that you can. It's just that a lot of people haven't been taught how to think differently or how to program their life differently. And they sometimes are so stuck in their physical, painful uh, experiences day to day, and they use that pain as an excuse to just continue to feel bad. An excuse is probably not the best choice of words there, but in a way it is. In a way it is. Mm -hmm. And so I pose the question, what if you could create something different? What if we move this energy and we help you feel a little bit better physically, then you know this is real. Mm -hmm. And when you experience that, you can say, oh, this is real. What else can I create? I'm not in physical pain at the moment. I don't get to use that excuse right at this moment. So I can possibly start to change my perceptions, my mindset, my programming of what I believe. And from there, expand into a new paradigm. Well, what's a paradigm? I know a paradigm is a belief system. So that you can have more power in your life, right? Yes. Sorry about my voice. So if people want to reach out to you and work with you, how can they do that? Well, my website is undercoverlightworker.com. I also have a Facebook page, which is Autumn Undercover Lightworker. Mm, Cool. So I put a lot of things on there. We also 
also have Soul Spark 7, those three other gals and I. There, we're on Facebook and also have a website, Soul Spark 7. From there, you can find all four of them. We're almost out of time. Well, that so, went fast. Yeah, it goes fast. It's uh, 25 <laughs> minutes, and I left for a second. We'll have to have you back on. But we'll leave on this. You mentioned that many others like you, uh, but it's crucial they do their work now. What do you mean by that? I think that a lot of people are feeling the uneasiness in the world right now. We, we face so many what could be considered dark possibilities. We face the possibility of going to war. We face the possibility of someone pushing the button and blowing us all up. We, we are facing, uh, you know, contaminated water, terrible air, depleted soil. The list goes on and on and on. And a lot of people can come and say, try this, try that, try this, try that. And everybody has what they believe is their own solution. And there are some good solutions. But I don't believe there is any better solution than everyone gathering in light and bringing light to the planet. Hmm. Right. And that is a matter of, of you bringing in through meditation and connecting to source, connecting to universal truth, each and every person connecting to that and being the light themselves if all the people became the light, we would not have these issues. But we have to start with ourselves first. I totally agree with that. I say that all the time. Thank you so much for being on, Autumn. Sorry I'm having problems tonight. Have a good night. Thank you for being on the show. Make sure you listen to the Ultra Perform Show, performing your best in business and life. See you later. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm okay.